A spectacular play turned in by Bellinger. A remarkable catch by well, Mookie Betts. For Taylor, who makes a diving catch. And I even need to you got this right here. Put the work in. Put the work in. Five all the left. And deep. And the This, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Your pregame look at the L.A. Dodgers as we take you to first pitch. Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck is presented by Chevrolet. By New Roads. UCLA Health. Keeping you on top of your game. Children's Hospital L.A. From colds to cancer. We got this. The second eye-popping play. Wow. WSS. For all your footwear needs. Proud partner of the Dodgers. Shakey's Pizza. Get more meal for your deal at Shakey's today. And by your SoCal Toyota dealers. We make it easy. Now your host for Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. How do you not love him? Tim Cates. Hi, everybody, and welcome in to Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Hope you are well on this beautiful Tuesday afternoon here in Southern California. Los Angeles Dodgers, 69-33 and on this season. First place and running away with the NL West. A 12-game lead in the division after taking 3-4 of four in Denver to start this road trip. The Dodgers continue their winning ways with a win in San Francisco. Francisco last night. They look to do it again tonight with Tyler Anderson getting the start. First pitch from Oracle Park is set for 645. Coming up over the next hour here on Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. We got a lot to get to. We're going to hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts as today was the Major League Baseball trade deadline. The Dodgers making a couple of moves. We'll preview tonight's pitching matchup in 30 minutes. Your chance to win season passes in the Six Flags thrilling play of the game contest. David Vassay will check in throughout the show with all the latest on the trade deadline the moves were made, the moves that were not made, what other teams in the NL West did on this Tuesday afternoon. DV will also go one-on-one with the hottest Dodger, James Altman. That's coming up in 45 minutes. Shortly, we'll hear from Kirsten Watson on the field. And in just a little bit, we'll send it out to Rick Monday and Tim Never. Well, last night in San Francisco, it was Altman and the offense as the Dodgers won again. Andrew Heaney got the start. The Dodger left-hander went four innings, pitched well, gave up one run on four hits while striking out seven along the way. The lone run that Heaney gave up came in, in the bottom half of the first inning with the bases loaded and two outs. He walked a batter to give the Giants nearly one nothing lead, but that didn't last long. The Dodgers offense turned it on in the top of the second from a guy who hopes to turn around his season, Max Muncie. Two and two to Muncie. The pitch. Fly ball. Hit well to center field. Backing up is Slater at the wall. Reaches up. He leaps and the ball is gone. Max Muncie with two strikes has given the Dodgers the lead. Slater went back as far as he could. Made the leap. And we had to wait to see if he came down with the baseball. And for Max Muncie with two strikes connects for his 10th home run of the season. A lot of Dodger fans in San Francisco celebrating his 2-1 Los Angeles. Two-run home run for Muncy, his 10th of the season. Hopefully this will spark him and get that offense going. Dodgers up 2-1. In the third, the Dodgers really got after Logan Webb. 
Trey Turner, a sack fly. Freddie Freeman, an RBI single. Then Will Smith, an RBI double. The Dodgers scored three runs to go up 5-1. to one. In the fifth, the Dodgers added to that lead. Will Smith, an RBI double off the wall and left. Dodgers up 6-1. to one. On the mound, Andrew Heaney went the four innings before giving way to the Dodgers' bullpen. Newly acquired Chris Martin gave up a solo home run to Wilmer Flores, but that was it. After that, Ferguson, Almonte, Price, Bickford all put up zeros on the scoreboard. Dodgers leading 6-2 to two in the seventh when Trey Turner went deep. So Webb has really been stellar. There's a high fly ball to left center field. This is more than a fly ball. This is out of here. Home run. And for Trey Turner, he just continues his torrid hitting. He extends the hitting streak to 19 consecutive games. That's his 17th home run. And the Dodgers take a 7-2 lead, and there was not a doubt about that one. 17th home run of the season for Trey. Dodgers up 7-2, and they weren't done in the ninth. They tacked on one more. Freddie Freeman, he is a hit machine. An RBI single. That scored James Outman. Dodgers up 8-2. They go on and win by that same final score. Caleb Ferguson gets the win in relief of Andrew Heaney, who went the four innings. Freddie Freeman, three more hits. Trey Turner, as Mo just mentioned, extending that hitting streak to 19 games. With the win, Dodgers improved to 69-33. They maintain their 12-game lead in the division as they've now won five of six and tonight they look to do it again with Tyler Anderson on the mound first pitch at 645 and with more we head out to Oracle Park and welcome in Tim Neffert and Rick Monday guys Tim thank you very much pretty nice night here in San Francisco temperatures will cool off right around game time and the Dodgers and Giants getting set for game two of this four game series Dodgers winning the opener last night eight to two to raise their record to 69 and 33 they'll go for their 70th win of the season tonight with Tyler Anderson on the mound against Alex Wood the former Dodger so we'll see what happens here plenty happening in the world of baseball today what a flurry of activity around the trade deadline Mo I mean it was incredible the Dodgers pick up Joey Gallo from the New York Yankees Jake Lamb sent to uh, Seattle Mitch White sent to Toronto uh, just a, a lot of activity around the Dodgers and tons of activity around Major League Baseball. Anything happening today? I mean, uh, <laughs> yeah. for baseball fans, including, um, you know, we had a brunch at the at the hotel for the team and those that are traveling with the team. That was the talk of the town, obviously. That was a few hours before the trading deadline came up. So, yep, there's a lot of uh, talk here and there about baseball. But for the Dodgers, they cannot lose sight of the fact of uh, they are who they are right now. That's a club that has 69 wins and 33 losses. Yes, everybody's looking at the San Diego Padres. Did they improve their team? Yes, they improved their team. How much? Well, we're going to be able to find out. They have some issues as well. They have some injuries as well. You think of Tatis Jr. to begin with. Then you look at Manny Machado. He's nursing an ankle that he's not been hitting over 150 if you look at a period of time. So, yes, the ball club is what the ball club is. The Dodgers have to concentrate on what got them to this particular point. They have improved themselves to a certain extent. But this is still the first-place team. We see it year in and year out around the trading deadline, teams adding, teams subtracting. But the teams that add, they still have to go play those games and win those games. And we're going to get a preview of it this weekend at Dodger Stadium when the Padres come in. But at the same time, the Dodgers, you know, they're about a dozen games up right now. The Padres playing a, a doubleheader with the Rockies today. Uh, they still have to win the games. That's the, the whole thing. I mean, they can have a, a roster, but you don't know what's going to mm-hmm. happen the rest of the way. Tim, you and I had a brief conversation uh, earlier today, and that was about, well, okay, you get new faces. And the Padres are getting a lot of new faces. Is there a break-in period? 
And uh, I think the answer is, is it having been on ball clubs that you've seen it happen, either as an active player or as a broadcaster or even as a fan? There is a period that is a break-in period. How long that's going to take, if it does take, we're going to be finding out. Uh, but that's for other people to deal with in other ball clubs. The Dodgers cannot be looking at the rearview mirror. They have to be looking through the windshield. And right now, the road is open for them to even prove upon a 69 and 33 record. They're also the best on the road at 34 and 18. Other clubs are doing what other clubs are doing. The Dodgers need to do what they have done to get them here. Well, the Dodgers have called up one of their prized prospects, Miguel Vargas. He is active tonight. Justin Turner, our David Vassay reports, is headed to the IL, something that maybe he could have gone on a few days ago, but they think maybe he'll be back by the Twins series after the Padres series. So it looks like he's going to miss uh, at least one more series, but we may see the Major League debut as soon as tonight of Miguel Vargas. Well, the Dodgers have won 24 of the last 29. It does not help or did not help, uh, no question about it, that the injury to Justin Turner took so long to understand is that, hey, look, He's not going to be able to play for a while, and so now they put him on the injured list. It could be retroactive to a certain number of days in the past where he has not been playing, but uh, he was just not available. And the Dodgers, if you look at the roster, they've been playing too many games with basically only three people available coming off the bench. So for Dave Rimes, it's going to be interesting, too. I mean, we're all looking to see Miguel Vargas uh, start at a ball game. And if we're looking at young faces and new faces that have done something, by the way, James Outman, after two games in a row, he's not starting tonight against the left-hander Alex Wood, but everybody's still talking about him. Outman is here, and we expect to see him back in the lineup perhaps tomorrow, maybe Thursday, more than likely Thursday. Well, Giants and Dodgers are all geared up for game two. Giants have made some moves, too. There'll be no more Darren Ruff in a Giant uniform. He's been a pain to the Dodgers in the past. He has been traded as well. Lots to catch you up on during the course of the game tonight, Tim. All right, thank you, guys. We're off and running here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. Still to come, we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. No doubt about the moves made today. David Vassay goes one-on-one with James Altman. We'll break down this pitching matchup tonight with former Dodger Alex Wood going up against Tyler Anderson. Your chance to play the Six Flags to really play the game contest. Up next, so we'll check in with Kirsten Watson, who is on the field at Oracle Park. As we lead you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Giants. Thanks for being with us. I'm Tim Cates, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. Dodgers on deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Looking to sell your junk car? Jose Mora here. Pick your party. Southern California's leading car buyer paying top dollar for your vehicle today. Call 800-962-CARS and let Pick Your Part hit a home run for you. It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night. Tyler Anderson, Alex Wood, the pitching matchup. First pitch from San Francisco, set for 645. This is Kirsten's Corner with Kirsten Watson. Brought to you by Cars for Kids. Now be a great time to clean out your garage and donate that old car to Cars for Kids. See how easy it is by donating it online at carsforkids.org or call at 877-CARS-FOR-KIDS. That's Cars with a K. Kirsten, the Major League Baseball trade deadline came and went. The Dodgers active, made a couple of moves. They did, yeah. So Joey Gallo, he um, that was the big name for today. and He is actually going to be joining the team tomorrow. Um, and Dave Roberts, he, he as well as Andrew Freed, when they talked about it, they really believe that when it comes to Joey, they can, they can find something. And there are times in which a change of location, a change of scenery can really help out and be beneficial for players. So they're looking forward to getting him here, for him to be working with the uh, hitting coaches and all of that. And 
the addition that he will be in the outfield. So they're definitely looking forward to it. Um, and in general, I mean, most of the guys have just kind of reacted to the news of today. Obviously, San Diego made a lot of the headlines of what the Padres are doing. And the guys, they recognize, they're like, look, you know, they it does make them more competitive. And uh, But it's also a reminder for this team that they didn't need much. They have the talent. There are so many arms that are coming back, uh, whether it's Dustin May, whether it's Blake Turinen, Walker Bueller, continuing to play catch and progress. So it's a lot of good things that are making their way back and getting healthy. And it's honestly, you know, it's a reminder that they have so much trust in the guys they have right now. Uh, but the guys did realize they're like, you got to win the NOS. And they know how important that is, especially considering, you know, how tough and how exhausting the series were, whether it was the wild card, the Giants, the DS, or excuse me, the CS. So uh, they, they see all of that. The Dodgers making moves, but also a move today, bringing up highly touted prospect Miguel Vargas. Yes, he is actually on his way to Oracle Park right now. Uh, and the organization, they're, they're excited. Uh, we obviously saw James Altman make his major league debut um, two days ago now. And so it just carried over the momentum into the game last night. It was fantastic. He went two for two. Um, so they're excited for Miguel to get here. Uh, so he's going to be running a little bit close to game time. They may he may get out there later in the game, pinch hit or play some defense out there. Um, but if not, Dave is hoping to get him to get a start in. Um, but they don't exactly know when just yet. And I should add, with this, uh, we did have some news today that Justin Turner is actually going to be placed on the IL tomorrow. So Joey will be here, um, and they're going to go ahead and put Justin on the IL. But they're going to backdate it, and they're hoping that he will be back and available by the Twins series. All right, great stuff, Kirsten. We'll check in with you after the game. Still to come here on Morago Casino Dodgers on deck. We're going to preview this pitchy matchup. We'll check in with David Vasse. We'll also hear from James Altman. What a start he has had in his Dodger career. But up next, an injury report, and we'll hear from Dodger manager Dave Roberts. Lots to get to as we lead you up to first pitch on this Tuesday night. Dodgers and Giants. I'm Tim Casey, Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck on your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night. Tyler Anderson, Alex Wood, the pitching matchup. A pair of left-handers going at it. First pitch at 645. The L.A. Dodgers injury report. Brought to you by UCLA Health. The official medical partner of the Los Angeles Dodgers. Well, Justin Turner officially placed on the IEL with the abdominal strain. Bruce Dargratterall on the IL with the right shoulder inflammation. Chris Taylor on the IL with a fractured left foot. He's in AAA Oklahoma City on a rehab assignment. Walker Bueller hopes to be back in September. Edwin Rios trying to work his way back from a torn hamstring. Blake Trinan, Tommy Canley, both trying to work their way back off the 60-day IL. Dustin May is in the minor leagues working on a rehab assignment. Victor Gonzalez, Danny Duffy also on the IL with arm injuries. Daniel Hudson, Kevin Pillar both done for the year. Let's head back up to San Francisco as we check in with the Dodger skipper. Anything else for Dave? Dave, do you think... Other questions for Dave? Dave, can you just describe... Dave, can you talk about the pressure? In the dugout with Dave Roberts. Um, man, a lot happened. A lot happened. Um, I think it's a, it's a good thing for baseball. A lot of people talking about, uh, you know, what went down today. Uh, yeah, so now it's kind of, you know, what you're dealing with. Um, and uh, you got to go out there and play some baseball and, and uh, may the best team win. So, um, again, 
good people are talking about baseball. A lot went down. Obviously, the Padres uh, were very active. Um, and we'll see how it plays out. Joey Gallo is going to be joining you guys. Do you know when he will be here? And what is the plan that you are seeing for him so, for right now? Uh, he'll join us. I had a brief conversation with him today. He'll join us uh, tomorrow. And, um, you know, taking down left field versus right-handed pitching. Uh, you know, on days that he doesn't start, come in to play defense or pinch hit. And, um, you know, but we got Chris Taylor coming back too. So, uh, you know, he's going to play, and i got to find a way uh, to kind of divvy up playing time for all these guys. When you look at a swing, how important is it, or how do you guys see – whether it's making adjustments, working through certain things, what are you seeing with that specifically? Um, I, I think the main thing for for Joey is, you know, the talent is there. Um, certainly, the last couple of years, um, the performance hasn't been there, and people talk a lot about the swing and miss, which uh, which is certainly fair. Um, I think for us is being uh, having an opportunity for our hitting guys the organization to get our hands on them and, um, you know, just a change of scenery. And so, you know, my ask to him was just to kind of uh, embrace this new opportunity, uh, fresh start, and uh, see where we go because uh, I don't think anyone can debate the talent. All right, change of scenery is always a good, hopefully, for Joey Gallo. It is that case as well. Down the dugout with Dave Roberts, brought to you by Alignment Health. Get the freedom you deserve with Alignment Health Plant's Ava PPO Plant. Visit alignmenthealthplan.com today. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with David Bassey. Get more on the trade deadline, what the Dodgers did and didn't do. Also, check in later with Rick Monday as we lead you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Giants. First pitch at 645. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night game two. This four game set. Tyler Anderson, Alex Wood, the pitching matchup. First pitch coming up at 645. Joining Tim Cates on Dodgers on deck. I accept everybody for who they are. This is Dodger Insider. David Bassett. All right, David, you've been all over it for weeks, if not months. The trade deadline came and went today, three hours ago, 3 o'clock Pacific. Certainly a lot of noise being made about what the Padres did at the deadline, but the Dodgers also were active as well. Uh, Sure, sure. (laughs) Um, Look, the Dodgers believe in their pitchers that are on the injured list and they believe they're going to be a bigger difference maker than anybody they could have acquired pitching wise on the trade market and Andrew Friedman was on a zoom with myself and beat reporters about an hour ago and admitted this time of the year is the most expensive time of the year prospect wise to be able to pull off a trade and I I really look at the landscape of the trades that were made today and yesterday. Uh, the prices were higher than usual, and the Dodgers were trying to pull off a trade for J.D. Martinez of the Boston Red Sox, who went down to the 11th hour. Uh, the Red Sox were asking for one of the Dodgers' top 10 prospects, and the Dodgers were not willing to do that. As far as Joey Gallo, uh, the Dodgers believe that they got a player that a a player that was uh, mentally 
uh, messed up in New York. He couldn't even leave his house <laughs> in New York because fans were all over him. So they believe that he can help them in a platoon situation. He's a gold glove caliber outfielder. So they believe that Gallo uh, can help them defensively late in games and platoon against right-handed pitching. I know Brandon Gomes was on with Petros and Money on our flagship station earlier this afternoon, and here's what he had to say about what the Dodgers did and how they uh, passed on some of the higher asking prices. There's a pretty special dynamic in our clubhouse right now. Our guys, you know, they love being around each other. Just watch our games. They're, you know, they're having fun uh, on top of being incredibly talented. So we have that piece. We have a lot of guys coming back off the IL. I mean, you have Chris Taylor right around the corner on the pitching side coming back soon, assuming everything continues to progress well. Is like Dustin May, Gratterall, Trinan, uh, Victor Gonzalez, Bueller, Danny Duffy, like all of these guys at some point are going to be in the mix. And that's um, that talent level. I'm not sure you could really go out and acquire. Uh, so we're – you know, we're really happy with, A, the team that we have right now and the guys that are coming up um, off the IL soon and then also our internal options with, you know, we added James Altman lately um, earlier this week and then Miguel Vargas. So we feel like we have a very talented group and, uh, you know, just being mindful of kind of how all of these pieces fit together. That's Brandon Gomes, Dodgers GM, on earlier today with Petros and Money. But the one thing that the Dodgers, if they're being honest with you, Tim, can't deny is that the Padres have closed the gap on them. Mm -hmm. The Dodgers have a 12-game lead on San Diego as it stands right now in the NL West. And a big reason why is the Padres' offense was non-existent, especially since Fernando Tatis Jr. has been hurt all season long. He just started to take at-bats in the last 24 hours, but... They really had trouble supporting that really good pitching staff. They not only uh, add Juan Soto in that trade with the Nationals, but they also get a first baseman that's a switch hitter hitting over 300 with power in Josh Bell. And for good measure, they got Brandon Drury, who's having a career year for the Cincinnati Reds. So their offense with those three players, along with Tatis Jr. coming back, is a lot deeper and significantly better with the trades that they made today. So uh, they certainly have uh, upgraded themselves, and we'll see how much they have this weekend at Dodger Stadium because the Padres are coming to town for a three-game series, so we'll be able to see their new toys right away. (laughs) Dave is brought to you by Ford. Now during the Ford Summer Supercharged Sales Event, rev up your summer with great offers on select Ford vehicles. You'll not only bring the fun this summer, you'll supercharge it with your local Southern California Ford dealer. Check them out to learn more. All right, you mentioned Joey Gallo, Dave. How does he fit into this team? Well, Dave Roberts was talking about that earlier today. He said that Gallo will get at-bats against right-handed pitching. He's going to be a platoon player. And the Dodgers traded Jake Lamb to the Mariners. He goes back to back to uh, his home. He went to college at University of Washington, is from Seattle. And basically the reason why they traded Lamb is because he really had no defensive position. 
and that's where Joey Gallo comes in. Like I mentioned, gold glove caliber outfielder, can play the outfield, can play left field, and that's how they're going to fit him in against right-handed pitching and late in games that they feel like they have to make some moves to match up a little bit better later in games against opposing bullpens. Real quick, Dave, Miguel Vargas getting called up. He'll be there at first pitch. Where does he fit in? Third base, Justin Turner on the injured list. Dave Roberts said that they can backdate it to the 30th of July, so he could be eligible to be activated if he's healthy during that series against the Twins once the Padres leave town. But Vargas will get a lion's share of time at third base, and he can play first base, and uh, I don't see him really doing that too often with Freddie (laughs) Freeman there. All right, Dave, great stuff. Looking forward to seeing Miguel Vargas make his debut. Dodger fans, we need three contestants because it's time for the Six Flags Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. 866-987-2570. Predict the player in the inning the most thrilling play will happen, and if you're correct, you're going to get season passes to Six Flags Magic Mountain. 866-987-2570. Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night. First pitch at 645. I'm Tim Cates. This is Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night. Tyler Anderson, left-hander. Alex Wood, left-hander. That's the pitching matchup tonight. We'll dive deeper into that coming up. First pitch at 645. The thrilling play of the game is brought to you by Six Flags Magic Mountain, where Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest single rail coaster in the world and the record 20th coaster, is now open. Rise above all else at the thrill capital of the world. All right, we have our three contestants ready to go. Gabriel is first up. Gabriel, what's your guess? Let me get Will Smith in the third. Will Smith in the third inning. All right, good luck to you, Gabriel. Kirk, you are next up. Kirk, what is your guess? Uh, Freddie Freeman in the first. Freddie Freeman in the very first inning. All right, good luck to you, Kirk. David is our third and final contestant. David, what is your guess? How about Mookie in the sixth? Mookie Betts in the sixth inning. All right, good luck to you, David, Kirk, and Gabriel, our three contestants in the Six Flags Most Thrilling Play of the Game Contest. Remember, conquer the new Wonder Woman Flight of Courage, the tallest, longest, single rail coaster in the world. Rise above all else, Six Flags. Magic Mountain. When we continue here on Dodgers on Deck, we'll check in with Rick Monday as we're leading you up to first pitch. Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck. Dodgers on Deck, y'all. On the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Giants, game two of this four-game set from Oracle Park in San Francisco. Tyler Anderson, Alex Wood, the pitching matchup. Dodgers baseball is brought to you by Shakey's, home of the original pizza, chicken, and mojos, the triple play of flavor. Mm, on game night, feed the group for about 10 bucks a person only at Shakey's. Still to come, we'll get to the keys to the game. We'll hear from James Altman, Dodger rookie outfielder. Plus, we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. But first... And now, joined by David Massey, here's L.A. Dodgers broadcaster and World Series champion Dodger, Rick Monday. Rick, tonight the Dodgers see their old friend Alex Wood, the left-hander, on the mound tonight, and they are playing a Giants team that continues to struggle. Well, they continue to struggle. The Dodgers just continue to roll along, winning it uh, last night by a score of 8-2, to two, and they finally did something that uh, has not happened in the series with the Dodgers and the Giants so far this season, and that is 
that the visiting team would win a game because up until last night, it had been the home team winning every game between these two ball clubs. And no matter what the Giants' record, it seems like they're a different team up here in San Francisco. It seems like the rosters are always built for this ballpark. Well, built for this ballpark, and I think there's also a little added adrenaline. Um, You know, most of these guys that are in the Dodger uniform don't understand the history, uh, maybe that goes way, way back to where it's been very contentious over the years between the Dodgers and the Giants. Not only since they had moved to the West Coast, but if you look from the overall existence, even when they were back in New York. But uh, it's a little bit of a different story here, including the fan base, because last night it seemed that a lot of the Dodger fans angered the Giant fans early in the game because there were a lot of Dodger fans here. Yeah, that doesn't happen too often where Dodger fans take over Oracle Park, but it did last night, and you would expect the same tonight. The Dodgers have a very right-handed heavy lineup tonight against Alex Wood. Yeah, they do, and if we're just looking very briefly, uh, Will Smith is going to be uh, batting in the fourth spot. He will serve as the designated hitter. As it's going to be Austin Barnes doing the catching, he'll bat in the eight spot. Cody Bellinger going to bat in the nine spot. And uh, Bellinger and Lux are the only two left-handed batters, along with Freddie Freeman in the lineup. But Hanser Alberto will start at third base. Trace Thompson will be in left field. And uh, the wonder kid, Superman, is not going to be in the, uh, at least in the initial lineup because it's a left-hander, that being Alex Wood. But for James Outman, He's caught everybody's attention, and for very good reason. Not only has he hit the ball exceptionally well in the two games at the Major League level, but last night also kind of showed off some defense as well in left field. And the base running has been exceptional. He's a guy that is a a fundamentally sound baseball player from what you've seen. Well, we've only scratched the surface. And, you know, the the other part, too, is I've said all along, someone told me a long time ago, he said, look, you really find out the best information about a player when they're struggling. And everybody is going to struggle. It doesn't matter if you're in this profession. Another profession doesn't really matter. There are going to be times that all of us are going to struggle. Then you're going to find out really uh, what you're made of uh, individually. I think collectively, it's ball clubs will also attest to that fact. And uh, we don't wish him bad luck at all. But, uh, you know, there's going to be some times he's going to wonder, hey, wait a minute. Uh, It seems so easy to begin with. And you go through uh, the evolution of that. and, And sometimes you go through it day in and day out as a player. Today's Dodger Game Plan is sponsored by California Community Colleges. Create your game plan for life with a college education. Enroll today at ICanGoToCollege.com. Speaking of struggling, Rick, going into this road trip, Will Smith was one for his last 25. He broke out at Coors Field, and he continued it last night with two RBI doubles to score Freddie Freeman both times. Yeah, and I I found an interesting number on uh, Will Smith today. First of all, on-base percentage on the road, Seventh highest in Major League Baseball. It's at 389. The other part, too, is the batting average on the road is second, make that 12th best, at 318. The other part, and I talked about it briefly last night as well, inside pitches, he's hit that ball exceptionally well inside. Away, especially breaking ball, different story. But on this ball club, as, as far as the Dodgers are concerned, both Will Smith and Trey Turner have very high batting averages, right around 380, 370 on inside fastballs in particular. And, and yet with Trey Turner especially, they keep trying to pound him inside. And he goes, thank you very much. I'll take another base hit. And uh, last night came inside, another home run. Yeah, and he extended his hitting streak to 19 games. He's fun to watch. Uh, he's fun to watch. And uh, I, I, I've said that he slides. Looks like he runs and slides <laughs> like he's immune to gravity. 
Yeah. I'll ask you this, Rick. Speaking of Trey Turner, he has a competition with Freddie Freeman on who's going to have the most hits at the end of the season. So who do you got? Freddie has two more hits than Trey right now, two or three more. Uh, You would look at, at, uh, I think, Trey Turner and say, look, how much is the speed on his side? Not to say that Freddie Freeman is slow by any stretch of imagination. If Freeman bats from the left side of home plate, but maybe moves him a step, step and a half closer to home plate to begin with, I think the speed might win out. And uh, you would look at uh, maybe Trey Turner. It's a nice struggle. I I would not discount either one of them because they both make wonderful contact. I love the dynamic between those three guys, Mookie Betts, Freddie Freeman, and Trey Turner. It feels like they push each other. And that's a good thing to have. They do it from a very honest and a very joyful kind of a situation of like uh, like bowling. And uh, we know the the prowess that Mookie Betts has. But, you know, when you go bowling and, and you throw a strike, right? And the next guy, a strike. Well, it's the old beer frame, right? Okay, da-da-da-da-da-da. Well, here's what I did. Now it's your turn to kind of come full full circle. We do that every day with you, David. Uh, you dress, For the people that don't have, you know, that don't have, obviously we're on the radio, and they can't tell. When you walked in, I didn't know if you were Zorro or who you are because you're dressed in all black today. I hope it was not as a result of knowing that the trade deadline was going to be up today. Rick, I got more uh, impressive news for you. I took a bird scooter to Oracle Park today. Did you? Yeah, from Girardelli Square. Took did it you, all the way here. Did you wear a helmet, David Vassay? No helmet, Rick. Just letting that hair flow and the Bay Area breeze. Well, we're going to get you a helmet let you take it on the road because everybody that's, wearing, that's riding those things needs to be wearing a helmet. Okay. Yeah. Thank you for the safety yeah. warning. By the way, you're going to get a call from your lovely, too, from your better 7-8s. Not your better half. Don't rat me out, Your Rick. better 7-8s. No, you ratted yourself out, pal. <laughs> we'll check in with you and Tim a little okay. bit later. We'll send it to Tim Cates, who plays life very safe in Burbank. That's right. Always better to play it safe, Dave. All right, put a helmet on, would you? Still to come here on Morongo Casino, Dodgers on deck. We'll get you a preview of tonight's pitching matchup. Tim and Rick will have the keys to the game. But up next, we'll check in with James Outman. What a start he has had in his Dodgers debut in the last three days. It's the Dodgers and the Giants. First pitch from San Francisco is at 645. I'm Tim Cates. It's Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for L.A. Dodgers baseball. Dodgers and Giants going at it. Game two of this four-game set from San Francisco. Tyler Anderson, Alex Wood, the pitching matchup still to come. Tim and Rick will get you the keys to the game. I'm going to dive deeper into this pitching matchup tonight, but first... David Vassay. And now, what will likely be Vassay fielding insults from a Dodger player. It's an engagement of endearment. This is High and Tight. The Dodgers and Giants are getting set for game two of this four-game series. James Altman, not in the starting lineup, but hey, you may see him at some point in time in this game, and it's been quite a first two games of his major league career. James, thanks for the time, and congratulations. Thank you. Thanks for having me. I feel like you can come up for air today. Yeah. <laughs> um, it's been it's been a hectic uh, 70, 72 hours, um, to say the least, but it's... Uh, it's what I've wanted ever since I've been a kid, so I'm not complaining. Has it felt like it's real that you're here? Uh, honestly, you know, it's same game, uh, yeah. just on a bigger stage. But um, you know, I think I think being at big league spring training kind of prepared me a little bit mm-hmm. for this. You know, kind of got my feet wet a little bit, and now it's a full dive. But 
you know, I was kind of, I kind of knew the temperature of the water, you know what I mean? And it helps coming to a team with these many veterans, right? Oh yeah, absolutely. There's so much knowledge on this team. It's, you know, I, I could just pick and choose, you know, who I want to talk to at any given moment and they're going to give me an unbelievable answer for whatever question I have. Many people don't know James Outman played college baseball at Sacramento State, so you had a lot of family and friends in Denver for your debut, but last night here at Oracle Park, I think it tripled in size as far as the Outman family and friends contingent. Yeah, uh, at least. A um, bunch of people there. Uh, we had a suite for the family, and then uh, friends were were all over the stadium, Um People were texting me after the game saying that they were there and they were trying to get my attention and I didn't hear them, but there's, it was so loud in there, you can't really hear anything. And last night, it was a reunion of sorts. You faced one of your former college teammates, Sam Long, who's pitching for the Giants. Yep, yep. That was my first time facing Sam since um, the fall of 2016. <laughs> yeah. You told me a funny story. What happened the last time you faced him? Yeah, so I, I'm not positive if this is last time, but I do remember very vividly him hitting me in the back with a fastball, uh, and I remember it hurting a lot. <laughs> what was it like standing in the batter's box last night in a major league game against him? Uh, well, he's throwing a little bit harder, so it was a little bit scary. No, uh, it was cool. I was trying to get his attention and acknowledge him. Um, you know, I'm not sure if he noticed me or not. If he gave me a little nod, it was real subtle. <laughs> yeah. But um, it was it was really cool to face him. But you know, as soon as as soon as he came set, it's like okay, like now I need to lock it right. in. Yeah. Speaking of getting hit by a pitch, that happened last night to you. So is this something that happens to James Outman honest uh, quite frequently? No, I wouldn't say so. <laughs> I, I think just as much as the other guy, but. Um, yeah, you know, I, I got hit hit in the shin guard, so that one that one didn't hurt too bad. James Outman is our guest. He's had a quite good first two games of his major league career. You mentioned the first day in Denver. I heard you say this, that you swung like a caveman when you got into the organization. When did it evolve into the short, compact swing that you have now? Uh, it wasn't really when, but more how. Uh, <laughs> it was just a bunch of micro adjustments every single day just trying to dial it in but it was it was never like one one day i woke up and i was like you know what i'm gonna swing like this from now on <laughs> okay yeah so the process has been going on for a few years yeah and it's still going on <laughs> yeah every day you got to make an adjustment right yeah absolutely um i don't think anyone's figured it out yet and if they have uh they're probably they're probably already in the Hall of Fame. So. <laughs> yeah, to be on base seven times in your first two games, uh, every baseball player wants it to go this way. But you know that uh, I'm sure in the minor leagues you had some peaks and valleys as well. Absolutely, uh, baseball is a tough sport. You know these guys are really good at pitching. Um, so I'm just trying to put together good at bats every time. You know, luckily I, I was able to do it. You know, for several in a row and and. I'm trying to continue to do it every single every single at bat. James, I think I mentioned this to you in spring training. Evaluators from other teams saw you play in the fall league this past winter, and they felt like that was a different player on another level than what they had seen in the past. Did you feel like the fall league was kind of a turning point for you to get to where you're at right now? Yeah, I think I think the fall league was kind of like my stage to to you know more or less be like okay like I'm here and I'm I'm ready to go now. Um, up up until that point, it's been a lot of learning, a lot of struggles, and everything else. And I'm not saying that there there won't be struggles down the road, but um, 
I'm glad I was able to showcase what I was, what you know, the Dodgers believed I was able to do um, in June of 2018 when I got drafted. Yeah, and there's a lot of talent in that fall league, so I'm sure that gave you confidence that you could play with the best. Absolutely, and um, you know, we had some guys on our fall league team that had big league time, so they were kind of able to say, like, yeah, like these arms are, you know, about what we see every single day. So it's, uh, you know, and and understanding that if I'm able to have success there, then. I could maybe have success in the big leagues. We had a glimpse of what you can do, not only with the bat, but in the outfield last night. And we saw in the first two games that you've played in, the base running instincts. Are those natural or has you have you grown into having those instincts on the bases and the way you play the outfield? I think the Dodgers do a really good job at teaching, you know, smart aggression on the bases. Um you know, in spring training, in my league spring training, we sit down and we go over good base running and, and not so good base running and, and kind of just talk it out. You know, no one's no one's getting put on blast and no one's yeah. getting made fun of. But it's <laughs> it's just, you know, we're we're really adamant about like, you know, you can win games on the bases mm-hmm. sometimes. And you see that with these guys. It uh, uh, doesn't necessarily have to be a stolen base. If there's a ball in the dirt, they're going. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And I think uh, – one thing that I've noticed is Freddie is a very, very yeah. good base runner. Yeah. He's, he's, I, I wanted to tell him I haven't seen him today yet, but I was, I was admiring that the, the last three days. Outman, yesterday, Freddie Freeman was standing where you're standing, and that, I told him that was one part of his game that I never fully appreciated how good of a base runner he is. Yeah, it's, it's uh, you know, you don't, you don't get to where he's at by – by not being a good baseball player, and, and it's just remarkable that he's good in every area of the game. All right, before I let you go, one of your f- uh, fellow Oklahoma City Dodgers are joining the Dodgers today, and that is Miguel Vargas. Oh, wow. Yeah, he's breaking the news to you, Outman. He's here. Yeah. He's going to be playing tonight. So uh, what do you know about Miguel Vargas that we should all expect? Uh, I know that M- Miguel Vargas is a very, very, very good hitter. Um He's got a lot of talent. His defense is really good. Um, you know, he's always got positive vibes, and nice. and uh, he's he's a fun player to watch. And I think I think people are going to be watching him play for a really long time. I asked him in spring training what his best position is, and he said anywhere where I can get four at bats. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that sounds about right because he's an unreal hitter. So are you. Great to see you have the success that you've had. I know you've put in a lot of work to achieve your dream. Keep it going and stay healthy. Thanks a lot. That's one of the good guys right there, James Outman with Great Salad. He receives a gift card to Travis Matthew. Visit them online at travismatthew.com. Tim, we'll send it back to you in Los Angeles. All right, thank you, David. He does got good lettuce up there. Leading you up to first pitch, Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night. Up next, we'll dive deeper into this pitching matchup. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. This is Morongo Casino Dodgers on deck. On your home for the blue all season long. It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night. First pitch coming up at 645. And now, 
Before the Dodgers hit the diamond, we look at the pitching matchup. Presented by your Southern California Toyota dealers. New vehicles like the sleek new Camrys are arriving daily at your Toyota dealer. To see all offers or find a dealer near you, visit toyota.com. They make it easy. Tyler Anderson, 11-1 and with a 261 ERA. The 32-year-old left-hander making his 18th start this year. He's 1-3 against the Giants with a 391 ERA, 44 strikeouts, and 9 starts in his career. He faced the Giants earlier this season, July 22nd to be exact, at Dodger Stadium. He fired six scoreless innings with six strikeouts. Alex Wood, the former Dodger, 31 years old now, 7-8 and eight with a 4-11 ERA in his 10th season in the big leagues, making his 21st start here this year. He was terrific in the month of July, win-loss record not reflecting that, but he had a 165 ERA over five starts, was, was top 10 in the major leagues. Last time out, six and two-third innings, two runs, three hits, three strikeouts, and a win over the Cubs, making his 11th career appearance against his former team, the Dodgers, in his ninth start. He's 0-4, the 478 ERA in his five starts against him since joining the Giants last year. And two starts this year, Alex Wood 0-2 with a 482 ERA. Alex Wood, Tyler Anderson, Dodgers and Giants were 15 minutes away from first pitch. Keys to the game are next. I'm Tim Cates, this Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. As we were saying, this is Morongo Casino Dodgers on Deck on the official home of L.A. Dodgers baseball. It's the Dodgers and Giants on this Tuesday night. Tyler Anderson, Alex Wood, the pitching matchup. First pitch is coming up at 645. Dodger fans, when you need the very best care for your child, go to Children's Hospital Los Angeles, ranked number one in California for pediatric care. Find the right doctor at chla.org. All right, first pitch coming up in about 13 minutes. Before that, though, let's head back out to the booth at Oracle Park. A final check-in with Tim and Rick, guys. Tim, thanks again very much. Nice night here in San Francisco for a ball game. Dodgers and Giants game two. Giants a game under 551 and 52. And the Dodgers at 69 and 33 to need to lead the National League Western Division. Well, the key tonight, Tyler Anderson. And every time he goes out, he is the key. How does this changeup work? That's going to be the big question tonight. And if he's got the good changeup going like he did last time out, it should be what we've come to know as the the new Tyler Anderson and the Tyler Anderson Dodger fans love. Yeah, and uh, he keeps hitters off balance. The other part, too, is he does not issue free walks. I mean, 19 walks in 110 and a third innings pitch. So that's 19 walks in the 400. And 35 batters that he has faced. Now, that's the fifth best ratio in Major League Baseball. The other part, too, about Anderson in trying to pick up that 12th victory. You know, the month of July he had five different starts. His record was 3-0. and But the ERA, folks, in those five starts, 1.11. And he allowed just one ball to be hit out of the ballpark because the hitters either were chasing pitches out of the strike zone or they simply did not square up the bat with the ball. Alex Wood going for the Giants. Dodger fans familiar with Alex Wood. So battle of lefties here tonight. Uh, Joey Gallo, who the Dodgers acquired today from the Yankees, uh, expected to join the club tomorrow. And that is when we understand they'll actually make the IL move with Justin Turner. But 
Uh, Joey Gallo, what are the Dodgers getting in Joey Gallo? Well, they're getting a guy that, quite frankly, has had uh, low batting averages. This is his eighth year at the big league level. Uh, this year is uh, the third year that he's hit below the Mendoza line. But uh, also hearing some very good things about, A, the work ethic. He can play the outfield and, and cover some ground out there. That is not an issue. And the other part that we understand is that the makeup of Joey Gallo, forget the numbers, put those aside. My understanding is, and we're going to find out here, and he has a, a, an open book to go ahead and write any scenario that he wishes to uh, to write. But I have heard nothing but the fact that when he is on a ball club, he is thoroughly and 100% a team player. So Joey Gallo on his way, but he'll be here tomorrow. Jake Lamb shipped off to Seattle, and Jake had done a good job when he was called up uh, you know, from AAA. He's swinging a good bat, really swinging a good bat lately, so... Uh, we wish uh, Jake Lamb the best of luck. Same with Mitch White, who's been pitching really well. He'll now have to do it for the Toronto Blue Jays. Yeah, and the Dodgers have to do what they feel is going to be the best for them. And in the process, uh, it's going to be uh, a good opportunity, just as we talked about Zach McKinstry moving on. And we wished him well. And uh, all the guys that you mentioned were good people on top of it. But if you look at the Dodgers with the, with the players that they have, they screen them really well, and that's the reason we wish them well wherever that they go. Trading deadline has come and gone for 2022. Time to play ball here tonight in San Francisco. Dodgers looking for another win over the Giants. Tim? All right, thank you guys. First pitch coming up from San Francisco. Dodgers and Giants. Dodgers start the night at 10.5 game lead. Make that 11.5 game lead. Giants. Eight and a half games back, 18 and a half games back of the Dodgers. Again, Padres 11 and a half after winning earlier today in a day-night doubleheader. They'll be at it again against the Rockies at Petco. David Vasse will get you caught up on all the details of what's happened at the deadline today, what didn't happen, and get you caught up on the standings after today's action. First pitch from San Francisco is next. I'm Tim Cates. This has been the Los Angeles Dodgers Audio Network. Enjoy the game, everybody.